Hey guys, welcome back to the Adjusting Your Mindset podcast. This is Ricky Poloy, and I am your host for today. We are going to talk about something in the recruiting world today. This is going to be what I deal with when I work with my clients and what we go through during that process. So we're going to talk about the interview process with our clients and what we recommend when we go through that with them. And so there's going to be about eight different steps that we're going to talk through and go through each one of these. So if you're not familiar, my name is Ricky and I own a recruiting agency. I've uh, been actually a recruiter for 11 years, but uh, been doing the uh, recruitment side of things from the agency side and opened up REAM Recruiting back in 2019. We just celebrated our four-year anniversary about a month and a half ago, and it's been a journey. Uh, helping clients all throughout the United States. We do permanent placement positions in the healthcare field. We do mostly professional leadership and executive searches for our clients. Right now, uh, we've had clients over the last two and a half, almost three years, have probably about 30 clients that we have worked with in some way and have agreements with. Now, not all of those clients are active right now, so we're still a fairly small agency, but we have grown pretty well and looking to bring on new people. So if you know anybody, we're looking to do that here fairly soon. But I want to again go back to the recruitment philosophy that we have and just the process that we recommend going through. So a lot of times when companies are going to do the interview process with candidates, they are going to have a certain number of interviews that they're going to do. And when we go through that process with them and have that call initially when we're going to do a specific requisition. So at this point, we've already signed up with the client. Uh, we've done our agreements and gotten that all out of the way. And now they have a specific job requisition they need us to do. And just for example's sake, we have right now uh, a director of nursing position for one of our clients. Uh, we actually have two for one of our clients, one in both of them are in Illinois, one's in like the Chicago area and one is just outside of that area. And so when we're going through that process with them, they have certain ways that they do their interviews on their end. So just to kind of give you an idea, there's about eight different steps that I'm going to talk through and then that way you can get a better sense of what we try to do with the candidates and also the clients throughout that process. So number one, is doing the initial screen with us. And that's gonna be us reaching out to candidates. They have responded back, said they're interested in hearing more. And we do that initial screen. Those tend to last somewhere on the low end about 30 minutes, but normally about 45 minutes to an hour on average, especially for a professional leadership or executive level role. Our objective at that point is to make sure that we have enough information to provide the, can the client with that candidate's information. But getting past the surface level answers is very important to us. We want to dive into their background, understand why they've got into that field, and just make them feel comfortable with us so they know that we have their back. We're almost like a kind of like a sports agent, although we're not following through all the way once they have the job. And we'll get to that here in a moment. So that's the first step is initial screen with us. After that, if it is someone we feel and they feel like they would like to be moved forward, we submit that candidate over to our client. We are gonna go ahead and have that screen with the hiring manager at that point. That's our next step. So number two would be having a screen or an interview screen with the hiring manager. We wanna ensure that they are the kind of the first ones that are having that conversation with them because we have provided so much value up front. Now, sometimes with some of the larger clients, it depends on the situation. They will have a recruiter or some, maybe a talent acquisition specialist that will do a brief screen first to go ahead and do that. That could be the next step, but again, 
normally we have built such a good relationship with our client, they feel comfortable having that hiring manager go ahead and do that next screen. So again, now we're talking about the next screen after that. So after the hiring manager has met with that candidate, if they feel like they might be a good fit, there is a possibility, depending on the job and depending on the company, that they may get an offer at that point. However, most of the time, especially with your higher up positions, there is gonna be the next step, which we recommend is them meeting with the leadership team or even the board of directors if it's in more of an executive position. So that way they can go ahead and have that full opportunity to learn about that candidate as well. And during that process, what we've seen is we like to have them do some sort of video uh, call something to that nature because we, we don't want them doing individual ones. Now, are those those one off that does happen like, hey, someone couldn't make the call, so they needed to schedule another time? Yes, that does happen. But our objective is we want to get down the number of interviews without going over a certain number. And the number that we don't want to go past normally from the entire thing is about five. And five is still a lot, but at the senior leadership level, that's kind of where it is. And that's gonna include our individual screen, the initial one, maybe screening with the hiring manager, the leadership team, and then we'll talk about the next ones here in a second. And again, it just kind of depends on average we see, especially with professional leadership or um, executive roles, it's gonna be somewhere between four, three to five on average. It, it kind of just depends on the company, the size of the company, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back, I just wanna rehash what I just went over. So number one was the initial screen with, with our company. Number two is the screen with the hiring manager at that point. And then number three would be going ahead and having that call with the leadership team and the board. And again, sometimes those can be the same call, sometimes those might be separate. So those could be one or two interviews there. And again, having some sort of like Microsoft Teams, Zoom, uh, WebEx, whatever that may be, that's kind of the next step from that perspective. Now, after that, if they feel like that could be a good fit still, and they still wanna move forward, we recommend, especially again, a leadership position, that they meet with their team that they would be overseeing, or at least maybe some of their counterparts um, or direct colleagues that have a similar position. Again, it really depends on that side of it, but again, we wanna make sure that they are getting everybody involved with this. So that's kind of the third interview with the company. So that's step four. Now, step five, after that, normally at this point, they've they've kind of gone through that entire process and they understand like, hey, this is the candidate that we're interested in. So from our perspective at REAM Recruiting, we're gonna go ahead and follow up with that hiring manager. And even during the rest of the interviews too, we still wanna get a sense of what that is. And, and it may not be the hiring manager, it may just be our contact. Again, each client's a little bit different on how and who we work with, but we wanna go ahead and have that conversation with, again, the hiring manager or our contact at the client, so that way we can see if they wanna move that candidate forward. And again, if at that point they want to, the next step, which is step six, would be the offer. Now, because of the way that we work with our candidates, we stay with them all the way through that process. So at this point, we always recommend to our clients that we give the verbal offer. And I talked about this in one of my other posts uh, the other day on social media, but we wanna make sure that they know up front where the compensation is going to be at. So when we get to the offer stage, it's not a surprise that it might be you know, lower than they were expecting. Normally, almost majority of the time, it's in that specific area that we have told them about and they feel comfortable about that. And so again, we do this up front to ensure that the candidate and the client is on the same page. 
After we make that verbal offer, if the candidate is accepting, then we'll go back to the client at that point, let them know, and then they will go ahead and reach out to the candidate directly, either to congratulate them on coming aboard or go ahead and uh, send them the written offer and then all of the information on the back end from HR. Uh, and again, it depends on the client, depends on the company, but that will be the written offer and that could be pending drug tests, could be pending um, the background check, etc. And there's a lot of like onboarding things that happen. So again, we're helping them through that process to ensure that everything's getting taken care of and they are ready to go and good to go. That leads into number eight, which is the final one. And again, because we stay with the candidate through the entire process, we stay with the candidate um, and make sure that they're good to go and get them started and, and follow up with them on the day that they start. Uh, we also follow up with them about a month in and then three months in. And just for clarity's sake, re-recruiting, we uh, give a 90-day guarantee where if something should happen from a perspective of the candidate leaving or something happens, you know, there's some caveats in, in our in our agreement, but it's basically just ensuring that they we will replace that candidate if we need to. Now, with that being said, luckily over the last four years, we've only had to do that twice. And a couple times it was just because of some things that happened and we were able to get those candidates uh, refilled pretty quickly. And we, again, we have some different things that are in our agreement that we go over on that, but that's how it works from our perspective. So going back through these things, and again, these are all just what we recommend. It doesn't have to be like this and not every client is going to be like this, but I will tell you from a candidate experience, if a client has seven, eight, nine interviews, which I have seen, candidates do get frustrated with that because it's also their time and maybe they're interviewing other places and et cetera. And they're figuring out like, well, if that's the situation with this company and they are taking this, you know, many interviews, like some people feel like it's a good thing because it's like they're getting to spend extra time with each person, but then other people, you know, don't feel that way. And from, again, from our perspective, having that many interviews and then a candidate not getting the offer at the end, they can get pretty frustrated with that situation. So we always recommend, again, especially with like meeting with the leadership teams, we know that they're all busy, but if we need to schedule something out like two to three weeks down the road, because again, for for leadership positions, that's okay if we can get everybody on that call. And that could be five or six people. It, again, it just depends. And maybe meeting with the board of directors. Again, it depends on if it's like a C-suite position or maybe an executive VP role, that kind of thing. Now, I didn't talk about this too much because, again, our company focuses mostly on those professional leadership and executive roles, but some of the lower positions, this process will be a little bit shorter. Normally, if you do an individual screen with a, a recruitment agency like us, it's pretty quick. Um, they'll go through that process with you and then they'll go ahead and you know have you meet with the hiring manager and then realistically, you'll probably get an offer right about then. Now, if it's like a mid-management level position, you may do like the initial interview and then maybe the interview with the team and then possibly, again, depending on the size of the company, if it's a smaller company, you may meet with uh, some of the senior leaders as well. So again, it always averages out to about in total, like three to five interviews. And again, some of the lower positions may be one to two. I've seen people get offered jobs, you know, right off the bat, like right then. And it really just depends. But the higher up you go in the positions, the, the longer the interview process is. And again, our objective is we want to make sure that candidates are asking those questions that you know, help them to make that educated decision about employment and not just that, oh, this sounds so great. Or, you know, we want it to be logical for them and then also have the client be able to ask them really, you know, specific questions as well. So when we do interview prep, things like that, we want to ensure that we are going through that process. So 
just for clarity's sake, just to go over this again with you guys. And if you are working at a recruitment agency or you are interested in this, you know, reach out to me. Go ahead and you know message me on here, or I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on uh, all of the social media at this point, TikTok and Instagram and all of that. And if you want to reach out to me, send me a direct message. I'm happy to go and uh, set up a time with anybody that wants to kind of learn about this. And uh, we do coaching as well, not only from the recruitment side, uh, helping different clients, but also from individual side as well and getting the mindset ready to go into whether it's recruiting or any other job. So we do career and mindset coaching as well. So if there's anything that you guys have questions on, you know, reach out to me. I'm happy to go over those. But just to go over those eight things again, again, these are more for your professional leadership and executive roles. Initial screen with us. We're going to submit. That's number one. Number two is meeting with the hiring manager and having an interview with them. The third step would be meeting with and having an interview with the leadership team or potentially the board of directors. That could be one or two. Uh, The fourth step would be meeting with the team that you would oversee and the direct reports that you have to make sure that that's all good to go. Uh, Number five would be following up with the hiring manager. So we're going to reach out to the hiring manager or our Uh, contact over at the client to ensure that they are good to go from that perspective. Um, Again, number six would be if they are ready to go and they want to make the offer, then we will make the verbal offer. That's what we always try to do. Some clients don't, but that's what we we always prefer that and we explain that kind of upfront when we're working with our can- our clients and our candidates. Number seven, at that point, if they do accept that verbal offer, we're gonna go ahead and send them over a, uh, have the uh, HR team send over a written offer. Uh, again, depends on the size of the company, who's gonna send that over, but normally it's the HR department. And then number eight is going to be that candidate start. So we, again, stay with them all the way from the beginning of finding them to them getting started and then a couple follow-ups afterwards. So that's it, guys. So this is the Adjusting Your Mindset podcast. And again, this is uh, the recruitment side of things. And let me know your thoughts. I'd love to learn a little bit more about what you guys think and, and where you'd like me to go with this. Um, trying to go start to go live on a couple of these different social media platforms as well and do some more things from a perspective of recruiting and then also you know, just the mindset side of things and then the career side of things and helping people go down that road. So there's going to be some things that we're going to come up with here in some future podcasts. But you know, let me know your thoughts. If there's anything you guys want me to discuss, we'll go over that too. So again, thank you guys so much for your time. This is Ricky Palloy and this is the Adjusting Your Mindset podcast. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks guys.